This podcast is hosted by RPP. The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device. Normal people, Esther, don't just go straight to demonic infestation like we do. Because the government was also freaked out about the movies. They might be dealing with a demonic possession. Meanwhile, as she's on top of him squeezing his throat, she's screaming, who sent him here? And they started to move towards her really fast. What are these? Australian aliens. Boom. Hey, guys. We're back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. To our second compression session. Oh, I wish. You're listening to I think my fridge is haunted. This is a special episode today, tonight, this afternoon. It's a family affair. Yeah, all the fam bam is here. Mm -hmm. We've got sisters. We've got cousins. (laughs) (laughs) I'll play whatever role you need me to play. No, we've got uh, we've got some special guests in today to tell their stories, and you know, like we love listener stories. So that's anything from ghosts, aliens, survival stories, crime, crime stories, weird stuff that happened to you on the weekend stories. Yep, yep. Um, people yep. getting shot Literally. down the end of your street, drunk stories, drunk- cat stories. Okay. Yep, yep. As Bring long as it on. If it's a little bit weird, we want to hear about it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. All right. Um, facts from the freezer. Facts from the freezer. All right. Mine's really short. Yeah. Sick. Same. On average, a hundred people choke to death on ballpoint pens every year. A hundred? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On. Oh, okay. I used to go to high school with this chick who used to suck on pins, like actual like pins. Well, like dressmaking pins? Yeah. That's and she'd weird. be in class and she'd just like open her mouth and push out a pin on her tongue. And I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? That's weird. Yeah, so I'm not surprised that. Wait, the whole pen? Um, I'm going to I'm gonna presume it's the lid. The lid. It would have to be the lid. But it could be all of the above. <gasps> wow. I'm going to try that later. We're going to have to look into that a little bit further. We're going to have to do a dig dive. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that can be a future story. Yeah. All right. Mine is if a polar bear and a grizzly bear mate, their offspring is called Pizzy Bear. Oh. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It's cute, isn't it? So I'm going to take this opportunity to introduce my sister, Dr. Jess, who, as you know, helped me out with that bubonic plague episode when I was a little bit confused. Yeah. Jess, what are your actual credentials? Credentials. Uh, I have a PhD in genetics and I studied zoology and genetics before that for my undergrad. Perfecto. So what do you make of the zippy bear? What is that? Pizzy. Pizzy bear. Zippy bear. (laughs) (laughs) The grizzly bear, polar bear. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Uh, I don't know if it's real because I I just got it off Google and it was a shitty website. It's probably fake. Do you reckon it's true? I would. I'd probably look at a few other sources just to check. Yeah. I don't know. That's all right. I don't I know. I mean, th- but they share. They share territory, but they're d- different species. So mm. you can have hybrids of species, but you know, I don't know. This is old news for Jess. She's why like, are you? Whatever. Why are you belittling me? 
Why are you belittling my pizzy bear? I'm not. I, <laughs> I would love to see one. <laughs> uh, let's just get into let's stories. Let's just get into stories. Um, so can I introduce my sister? Absolutely. My sister, which was meant to be my dad, but he cancelled for the second time. So now it's my sister. Hello, Welcome. hello, hello. Do we have the same voice? Oh, do we sound the same? Can you tell the difference? No, I I can definitely tell the difference. Yeah, people say we have the same voice. All right, say the same thing. Say the same thing. Say the same thing. Say the same thing. Also in the studio, one of my oldest friends, the famous Greg. Hi. Hi. Hey. I wish I was a sister. I feel a bit left out. <laughs> I'm a sister from another mister. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah, does yeah, that, yeah. Does that still work? Cosa, yeah. yeah totally. Cosa's been our sister Greek. <laughs> oh, thanks. So why are you famous? Uh, uh, Gemma, why am I famous? Oh, I, I mean, so I have reasons. I, I have been on TV. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Australia's Funniest Home Video Show. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I dropped my mother, Cosa, on her ass at my sister's wedding and we came second. Did you win anything? Yeah, we won a year supply of Donut King Donuts oh, and, and five hundred dollars to split between the talent, which was me, my mum, and the person that filmed it. So it didn't really go that far. <laughs> <laughs> but donuts, you know. Donuts. So yeah. Jem was on TV a few weeks ago. Oh I, my god! I, I heard that. On the How did you hear about that? You talked about it on the podcast. Oh the right. I, I didn't think about you actually listened. Yeah, yeah, I just said I <laughs> driving all the way down to Mornington. Yeah, so I had a text way. from her. She said, "I've heard gunshots." And then the next text was like, yeah, I'm running towards them with the dog to find out what happened. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, why are you running towards it? I'm like, because I want to know what's going on. (laughs) Someone might be in trouble. My house value will go down. Yeah, my house value will go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, no, he was fine, actually. Uh, he went to hospital, but I think he ended up to being just fine. Weren't your words, um, he appeared deceased and then he moved? Uh, <laughs> he didn't yes. look fine at the time. <laughs> no, 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 the, he didn't look fine was, at all. I thought he was dead. Deceased. Deceased. <laughs> We're professionals now. Exactly. Anyway, okay, so who wants to go first? Who wants to tell us the stories? Because I know you all have rad stories. I'm more than happy to go first because I feel like um, it's good to start off with something that's a little bit softer and then you can, you know, build up to a climax. And I feel like I feel like mine's good and interesting. Okay. Uh, but I don't have, like, people that can verify it or validate it. So I feel like maybe some of the other stories might, you know, solidify more cool stuff than what mine does. Oh. All right. And mine has a, a bit of showbiz in it. Oh, so, cool. you know, nice little Give us a Is little razzle-dazzle. It's, it's, no, not quite. Uh, yeah, well, funnily <laughs> enough. So I went to, I studied music theatre in Ballarat. Okay. So at university. And our, um, our performing arts um, uh, academy was essentially in an old convent. Wow. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, my God. Exactly. So setting is everything, oh right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And yes, so yes. an old col- a convent, um, and it was anyone that's been through Ballarat has probably drived past it on the way in. It's on the right as you drive in from uh, if you're coming from Melbourne Way. And so it had been converted into this performing arts academy. Cool. So, like, these old um, nuns rooms I'm were like, now, I'll, like... All the nun ghosts are like, for fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Sister Mary, uh, what was um, Sister Act Lady? Sister Mary. (laughs) So anyway, so I was studying musical theatre and there was, um, we're coming up to our tap dance assessments. So uh, it was, yeah, exactly. Sister Mary Patrick? (laughs) Sister Mary 
I reckon, is it Sister Mary Clarence? Yeah, Sister Mary Clarence. Oh, yeah, Sister yeah. Mary Clarence. There yeah. we go. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so it was a weekend and being Ballarat and a very low security at the at the convent, it was just open doors and anyone could go in on the, on the weekend and just practice their little tap dance like I was. So was this where you lived or was this no. just where you guys rehearsed and taught? And just where we t- and, studied. And learned and, yeah, and exactly. no one did your classes. There. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, cool. So there were three of us on site, all at completely different ends of this massive convent. And so I went up to the upstairs um, wooden floored tap dance studio and uh, I was doing my solo tap dance to Everything Old is New Again. Uh, and, um, and, uh, and so I'm tapping away. I was halfway through um, the song and I heard this bang, bang, bang on the doors. And I said, I'll be there in a minute. Finish my tap dance because uh, show, show must go on, right? <laughs> and so, so then I, I go to the door and I open it. No one's there. It's sort of like a... Ooh, bit creepy. But hey, it's a convent and like, you know, everything's sort of creepy. So it's not creepy enough to make me feel this is, you know, something that serious. Did you do a thinking tap? <laughs> and a one and a two uh, and so and so because I was a little bit pissed off because it really distracted me in my tap dance and my assessment was only days away I, I made yeah. sure I, I closed the door I locked it by that little snib on the back of the door but then also bolted it on the other sides up and down into the ceiling and the, and the floor bit and then went back to everything old is new again and um, at exactly the same part of the song in the second time the door swings open no. what and this cloud of like sort of is transparent but sort of slightly gray smoke s- comes billowing in swirls around my head three times no. and goes out the no. open window you said this story <laughs> hang on what? You, what it's it's just it's full on I swear to god it happened I went running around I, I was so freaked out I, I ran to the in my tap shoes yeah I was um, sliding everywhere and, and running in a panic to other people to go, oh my God, this just happened. And then I, I just, I never tapped again after that day. Oh my God. Not, not really, I did. I had, I had an assessment coming up. Otherwise I'd fail and never get my qualification. But um, but still, full on. That's my convent what? story. That is nuts. But, but, so were the bolts, like, was, un- were they unbolted? They were, well, I didn't actually check if they were unbolted, but there was a scrape along the bottom. No. So, wow. Yeah. No. So. Like fre- a new scrape. Like a new, well. A fresh scrape. I, I didn't have a doctor the there with me, Jess, to, <laughs> to ask. Did you have like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't want to stay in that room. You didn't bring his forensic kit and like, you know, <laughs> dust <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That scratch looks eight hours old. It couldn't be that Evidence scratch. Evidence A. <laughs> little A-frames everywhere. <laughs> uh, so that's my story. But also we um, we had a friend that was getting married in France just uh, that we went through uni with uh, earlier last year, t- uh, 2019. And so we got the keys to the convent uh, to go back and do this f- this this film for him, all these people that couldn't make it to his wedding, uh, to oh. say, hey, you know, you know, happy wedding, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so we reshot all these things that we remembered from our days at, at, at uni. And, I mean, seriously, security in Ballarat, if anyone wants, to get into a building I think it's pretty easy to just go hey you've got the keys can I have them for a whole Saturday and they go yeah sure <laughs> uh, so so thanks to them but there was a group of four of us and we went around to different spots and we actually were sharing stories of our own encounters that we'd never heard each other tell <laughs> you had never actually said 
like, like, hey guys, have you ever seen anything weird around here? Well, so you know me. I've told that story to every, anyone I've ever met. Right? Like, <laughs> it's I, on your I, work I, resume. Yeah, I, I don't hold any secrets or any stories back. I'm always, you know, if I've got a story, it comes out of my mouth, you know, about 80,000 times as, as, as quickly as possible. So my story, everyone pretty much knew, but there was one girl that I went to uni with on, and that was on this day at the convent, uh, Carmen. And she is, again, you know, and I've heard it in your other podcast, this person is practical. This person's so logical. Yeah. This person's, you know, uh, someone that you wouldn't you know, stereotype yeah. as the normal believer. Yeah. And she and she was telling me about how she went into this little room uh, and we were in the room at the time and so she described it to me. It was this very narrow carpeted room that had white, it was just um, white cupboards on both sides. And she said there was one day when she was up in this room <gasps> and as she walked, all the cupboard doors swung open as she progressed. I want to go there. Yeah, and so I actually was out in the car park before I came in today and I'm like Googling the convent. Uh, and so I have, they, they started ghost stories. Uh, no. There oh, oh, no. In, in 2012. Chris, can we add that to the list, please? <laughs> she, she's listening from the green room. Great. Um, from the green room. You sound so uh, professional. Yeah. But it, it, do you want me to read out what it says on this? Yes. Yes. So it says, for 10 years, it has been left to the spirits of obedient souls and the ravages of time. This is a 2012. And article. the performing arts community <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of Ballarat. It, it forgot that we left. We got booted out of there in 2002. So it's like, you know, uh, they don't make they don't reference all the tappers that were there in my band. So for 10 years, it has been left to the spirits of obedient souls and the ravages of time. But Ballarat's historic Sacred Heart Convent is about to be opened again for the world to see. Behind eight foot walls, the clandestine and sprawling Victoria Street building was home to the Sisters of Mercy Convent and boarding school. I mean, boarding schools are always a bit creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From 1881 until 1995. That's a long time. Jesus. Uh, that is a long time. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. That's a, Fuck. More than a whole century yeah. uh, for those playing at home. Uh, but, it's, <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but its locked doors have kept its secrets inside ever since. From June 30, 2012, I bet you it's not running anymore, these, these tours. Um, uh, the curious public will be able to join nighttime ghost tours, uh, ghost tours of the building's chapel, kitchen, classrooms, nuns' quarters, and grand staircases and hallways. Hosted by guides and psychic mediums from Paranormal Australia. That's a company, apparently. The Lamplit Tours will bring to life the stories of those who lived and might still be present in the sacred site. Well, we're going to have to look into that. It has stained glass windows everywhere. And and, and there was a famous story about a man in a blue coat that would hover above the chapel. So above the chapel, there was this like little bit, I guess we're like the old organist or or maybe, you know, maybe is it like the theater where like VIPs used to be (laughs) high up? Like, I don't know. I don't know if churches work like um, Shakespeare's Globe, but if it did, that could be where all the rich um, churchgoers went, uh, well away from the contaminated people. Oh, should I say contaminated in this day and age? Peasants. (laughs) The riffraff. (laughs) But he used to always hover up there because it was, you know, glasses. People could see up. I never saw the man in the blue coat and I was always a bit devoted that I didn't. (laughs) But people did say, oh, they do talk about a um, a a nun not Mary Clarence um, <laughs> mother <laughs> mother Agnes Graham who was a founder of the convent is uh, often found to be encountered there this this is a quote this building has been allowed to be all alone giving the ghosts free reign to live in the space that is theirs when I come in I don't know the history of the building but I read who or whatever I find wait who wrote that that I guess sorry I should scroll up Christine who did not want her surname published who is a guide and medium who will help 
lead doers. I guess being wow. a guided medium in Ballarat might still be a little bit of a taboo. So she might. That's my maybe why she's keeping her. Surname. But surely there's like two Christines in the whole of Ballarat. No, oh no, there'll name. be. I reckon that's such a popular name. In, so many Christines yeah. in Ballarat. Oh, yeah, I, guess. I reckon loads of people would have named, like, their kids after Christina Aguilera. And, oh. Yeah, I reckon there's lots of... And yes. ma- maybe even the... Um, the, the car? The, the novel, yeah. <laughs> the famous Christine. That should have been the first the one you referenced. Christine. So, going back to your tap dancing experience. <laughs> so, this entity, did you say it was, like, smoke? Smoke, what, yeah. How would you describe it? Like, so, see, it was transparent, so I could see through it, but it was like a... Sort of a bit lighter than when, you know, when you see a really bad rundown car that sort of, you know, jets out that black smoke from Mm, it. And mm -hmm. it's like, that person doesn't look after their car. That Mm. hasn't been serviced (laughs) in about 16 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, it's like that, but a bit lighter. Wow. So it was really obvious then. Really obvious. No, no smell. Is that what you asked? Yeah. Yeah. And really, (laughs) was it like one of those smoke machines you used to get a lot in like at the Metro? No, it was was Ballarat (laughs) Academy of Performing Arts. (laughs) We could it not. It was a nunnery. Yeah, it was a nunnery. We we didn't have a budget for smoke, smoke machines. Machine. Can you? I never would have left. I would have kept on purposely failing just to have another year at the, the, at the famous yeah. entering a room. Just Can smoke you imagine machine. like an, a, a cure uh, film clip at all times? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Backlit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you, you, you did you get the impression that it it had oh what what's the word like. Intelligence, like you said, it swirled around three times and then went out the window. It's a good question. I don't it went know. out the window. So it wasn't, yeah, went out the window. So the way that it wasn't randomly moving, it moved with a purpose. Yeah, and the window was lower. Like it was low. So it wasn't like it just drifted out the window. It right. went down Whoa, and what? out the window. So like, does that make? Sense? It was quite high, yeah, you know, yeah, high yeah, ceilings. Yeah. So it sort of went down, um, not not towards me. So it was right above my head. So it didn't come down to my head and then go out the window. It sort of went down on a journey towards the window. Wow. Which was good because if it had have come down directly at me, I don't know how much I would have shat my pants. I can I, say yeah. shat, right? Yeah, yeah I yeah, said yeah. fuck before. Yeah, yeah. So Edit me good. out. Sure. <laughs> we, um, irritable bowel syndrome is a great uh, reoccurring subject <laughs> on this podcast. Oh, as in for shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I IBS'd myself. I IBS'd myself. Like, put IBS in a sentence, uh, like a spelling bee. Oh, we always do. <laughs> Can I have that in a sentence? What's the origin of IBS? I shat myself. <laughs> well, that was awesome. That was. Yeah, that's. That's a cool story. Hard to beat. I well, it's, I, I sort of secretly would have loved it to be a shape of a person or something no. like Because I don't have anything that really references other stories in my story. I mean, tap dancing. I've never I heard a ghost it. story with tap dancing. Me neither. So, I mean, sure, it's original, but I feel like it's every time I tell people, I can just tell. They don't really fully believe me. I think it's because I'm a showman. And so they always think, mm, Greg's just, you know. Exaggerating a bit. Exa- no, I'm not I one of those tell. practical, logical people that people would say, oh, Greg's yeah, yeah, so yeah. practical. We would never no. make something no, up. I'm not one of those. You know, anything, no. <laughs> like. Yeah. Oh my god! I like that is the coolest thing. That's great. The coolest thing. Yeah. So okay, when cool. it was circling above you, mm. did it did it turn into like a little like ring, or is it just like a, a moving cloud? No, three perfect circles. What? So like a ring. Yeah. I'm. What? Clockwise mm. or anti-clockwise? <laughs> that was Dr. Jess for those who can't tell the lies. The, the sisters apart. Uh, I have to think that that way. 
Oh. So, so for those that can't and see my hand, <laughs> which is entire audience, uh, I, that's clockwise. That's isn't he's it? doing clockwise. kind of like a hand drive forward, so we can do hand jump. Is there meaning behind that, Jim? Hand drive. Anti-clockwise motion. Uh, I mean, yeah, I would probably say that because it's going to the left, definitely some people would see some sort of occult symbolism Maybe in that. Maybe it was like a girl cloud and the other way is a boy cloud. Potentially. <laughs> I'm just, I'm definitely verifying it was anti-clockwise. <laughs> I had to do it several times in my head and then even acting it out. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I love it. All right. <laughs> oh, that was so good. That was great. That was good. That Thanks, was great. Greg. That was no awesome. worries. Uh, oh. Who would like to go next? I think I'll go. Yes, sister, sister. Bella. Um, awesome. Also, should definitely get Christine on the show from <gasps> Ballarat. We have to track we'll her have down. to see if we can track her we down. We can't track her down. She, uh, uh, if that company's still up, hopefully we can track down Christine who won't have her surname. It's only been uh, 10 years. Only, well, yeah, eight years, eight years, <laughs> nine years. Yeah, eight years. We can do a road trip. Oh, do you ever do like from on site? Yes. Well, yeah. we want to because well, the station has just bought us some <laughs> kit that we can take on site with us. And there's a few ghost tours and yeah. uh, haunted no, places no. that we want to go to. So definitely Ballarat is going to be on the list you now. You should do like a listener, like a podcast listener um, like competition where like, you know, the best stories win a trip to come with you and experience oh, yeah. it. Yeah, I probably won't want to. You'll come with us. I'll right? come. Oh, yeah. rig, rig it and make it me depends. win and then I can come with. It depends on the results of our grant application. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> so, Bella, what's your story? So, I have a quite non-dramatic I Survive story, but to me it is very dramatic. It is dramatic. It's pretty dramatic. It's not dramatic. It's dumb. Um, <laughs> it is so, dumb. So... Last year, um, I studied immigration and migration for just over a month in Mexico. Interesting. I know. Brilliant. How How good a chic. Yeah. We've got an academic in the room and a doctor. So cool. And a tap dancer. And a dancer. A stripper and a (laughs) hairstylist. Yeah. Definitely not an academic. And so um, I made a really close friendship who I'm now best friends with my best friend Olivia Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you've ever spent a lot of time in a group of people but Olivia and I were continuously the drunkest two people the entirety of the study tour I guess you could say (laughs) okay (laughs) so we'll definitely claim being those two people um so we all went out to the Mexican wrestling one night and there was a group of maybe 10 of us girls um together and then it was like eventuating to the last weeks of the Um, overseas studies so we all wanted to go out one night and met a group of Mexican men (laughs) at the Lucha Libre wrestling and what better way to meet a group of people decent yeah what kind of place was this was this like a big stadium or was this like a little Um, venue (laughs) the wrestling was quite a dingy area in like the outskirts of Mexico City none of us really knew where we were going um couldn't say I was well traveled in Mexico either yeah Um, so that was probably where my mistakes started happening okay um of thinking I was what was that that? someone's Siri maybe it's my Siri mine's an an, an Irish man what (laughs) 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 we're haunted (laughs) I, 
I, I just heard someone talk. Yeah, yeah I think it's a ghost. Was it Siri? It was Siri. It must have been Siri. What did it say? You have not yours. I'll have to touch a little wheel in my From Ballarat. Hmm, how weird. Well, I just threw my phone across the room. So. I hope it's a ghost. I th- I love how awesome. everyone assumed it was a ghost. <laughs> and you're just like, it's Siri. <laughs> Spooky vibes. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we met this group of Mexican men and, of course, Olivia and I were really great at making friends over there. So um, we all collectively as a group with these boys were like, yeah, where's a nightclub we can go to? Where are we going to go? So... There was maybe five other girls who wanted to come out afterwards Mm -hmm. and um, they all got into an Uber, all of us. So there must have been eight of us girls together tried to hop into the one Uber and the Uber driver was like, you guys. Eight? Yeah. You guys are (laughs) the stupidest people in the whole world. So Liv and I, being trusting and dumb as we are, were like, nah, we'll just go with these boys. So, Oh, my Lord. In Mexico, yeah. two um, Aussie girls with blonde hair. like who don't yeah. speak Spanish and these boys didn't speak English. We were doing Google Translate oh off the Wi-Fi God. from where we were to try and figure out where to go. So we all agreed on this one club, which was maybe half an hour away from where we were. Yeah. And Liv and I graciously ran into these boys' car. Um and we're in the car and they were all smoking joints and having a really good time and none of us could speak to each other and <laughs> we're playing really loud music and following this Uber and oh my God. we get to an intersection and the Uber with all of our students we were with goes right and our car goes left. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> and so Liv and I start like nervously looking at each other, still dancing in the car, being like, oh, well, this is interesting. And trying to be like, you know, hola, you know, the car's oh. going that way. Um, we're oh going my that way. God. Can we go that way? We also don't have SIM cards, don't have any phone network connection. <sighs> um, don't know where you are. Don't know where we are. Yeah. We're in like the outskirts of Mexico City. Not good. And these guys are doing like 180 on the freeway and we're just like, great, our life's over. It's done. Like, we're done. Um, <laughs> but we're still trying to be really nice because we don't want to like act like freaked out, dumb, white, young But that's tourists. how we're brought up. Like, if you think about it, that whole fuck politeness thing is only kind of recent. It's very recent. Like yeah, yeah. Everyone's, yeah. especially women, are still very polite. Oh, of course. Yeah. So we're now in a car with these big, like, muscly guys, and just being like, ha, 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 "This is great." And what was their demeanor when you guys sort of realized that um, they were just wanting to party, mm. and they were very excited. So it wasn't like a negative. It mm. was. It felt like a safe space. But again, we were drunk and wanting to go out so we were just both foolish in that time of our life and anyways ended up having the map of the place where we were going because we all put it in our phones and like holding it there being like hey we're going here we're going here ended up going there um while we're in the car they added us on instagram and everything as you do when you meet Mm. people Mm. and um finally got to this stupid nightclub and um, all the other girls were like, what the hell have you done? So anyways, we get inside, we completely run and hide from these boys and get up their Instagrams. They're like a drug cartel. So <laughs> all of their photos with them holding machine guns. Oh, my God. <laughs> Legit. 
the whole thing was just photos of these guys with like 50 or 60 machine guns. I wish I wish I still had it. I got scared and blocked everything. Oh, good. You blocked them. Yes. Okay. Yes. But machine guns and watches and like oh. piles of money. Whoa. And like dark, scary shit. And we, <laughs> and we literally locked ourselves in a toilet cubicle and just like had a meltdown. Sorry. So you, you reconnected with the other car, like the people? Not the car. We just got to the club and all the girls were like you guys. And were there. The so they had just gone a different way. Yeah. I don't know where they were taking us, but it was not okay. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, that's, Can you Im- like, that's such a nice survive though, because God be with... That's not even a nice survive. That's just don't be dumb. But if they had have like decided <laughs> one thing, like if they had have had the slightest change of mind... You guys could have had, like, your heads cut off and shit. Yeah. Like, they could have harvested your kidneys. Like, I I know I... Red room. You could have ended up in a red room on the dark web. I'm telling you, every photo (laughs) was machine guns. Just machine guns. Like, them holding machine guns. So when you showed them the map, that's when they were like, oh, okay, and they turned in the other direction? Or were they just taking an alternate route? In a way of, like, let's go here, let's go here. Like, ha, 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 let's keep partying. But, like, we were looking at each other being like... We're going to die. Yeah. I spoke to Liv before this, and I was like, do you think I should tell this story? Like, that's such a nice survived. And she's just sent me a video of us in the car prior to it turning the other way <gasps> of us all dancing to Mexican music and partying. I'll put that on the Instagram. Oh my yep. god. That'd it's, be awesome. And it's got these guys in the car and they're all smoking joints and we just look back at it. I get PTSD. I'm such an idiot. It is so lucky That's you had that map so on your phone. Lovely. Where would have we gone? Can Where you imagine we that? But that shit, that, you could have been taken to like sex trafficking, like it's never been found again. All like, sorts of stuff. You need to listen to our podcast more. <laughs> she okay. She listens to it as she's falling asleep, <laughs> which is kind of like no. nightmarish. It's kind of like hypnosis. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. So that's my. Uh, I think I love it. That's my I survived. Yeah, Belle. Belle. While she was in Mexico, she. I think you told me after you came back or do you oh. tell me when you're over there? And she's like, shame. yeah, she's like, whatever you don't, don't, don't tell Nan and don't <laughs> tell mom. Uh. And then she sent me this photo. She had like this selfie. It's my, it's my screensaver whenever she calls me. And it's just like her kind of drunk with this pistol, like a handgun. Mm. And it looks fake as hell. But it's like, this is a real gun. Some guy just like handed to me. And yeah, she's, I got a photo with a gun. It's like In a, Mexico. Like a yeah. full on like... Glock uh, or something. <laughs> yeah, look, I guess um, it was the first kind of independent trip I did where it was like a fun. It was kind of like it was like a weird schoolies. Like we're all at mm-hmm. this big college and everyone gets drunk every night. And that was like it got to four weeks in. That was the first time I realized, well, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in another country, Bella. What are you doing? Yeah. Like this is real dumb learn your lesson 100% like you, you a lot of backpackers obviously go overseas and they're partying and they end up dead oh, and, and majority and, of um mm-hmm. the like Mexicans thought we were Americans so they hated us like mm-hmm. I was gonna say gringos and this yeah and that, so yeah we were already like just dumb like yeah. we look like a group of Americans anyway so was, I mean I've heard <laughs> I heard stories about human sacrifices in yeah. South America as well mm. Just Google um, Mexican uh, MS-13 gang. 
Yeah, and if you yeah, there's just images of like torsos and beheadings and it's hangings, it's intense. Jeez. That was the first thing I think my nan our nan looked up when Belle's like, I'm gonna go study in Mexico. She's <laughs> like she's like, Belle, so many people get executed over there. Yeah, and even in that sense, like it was the best place I've ever been in my whole life. Like yeah. I'd, I'd live there. Mm. But um, and like the culture and the people beautiful, beautiful. Like being politically incorrect by being like oh my god a drug cartel but just don't be a dumb no any any country young student in another country and anywhere all fun and games look at the backpacker mm-hmm. murders like that's our equivalent yep you know true yeah every country has its risks yep mm-hmm. you know the, did you like the I don't know why this comes to mind but the guy that um the American tourist that went to North Korea and he uh, he took that photo that was in the... <gasps> yes! The, not many people know uh, know about that story because he was eventually released, but he ended up dying mysteriously. No, 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 but he was released, but he was, like, in a coma. Yeah, I think they he's released on my, him. He's, I think he's on my list what of stories to do. He, he was in a hotel and he just, like... I think it was there a was, sign or something. It was... A, a painting or a sign or something like that in the hotel corridor. Mm. Apparently it was a level of the hotel that they weren't supposed to yeah, go to. Yeah, that's right. And he, and he was like, oh, I'll take a photo and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, then he got um, kind of like kidnapped. Yeah, he was like held and by the government. He was held somewhere. Yeah. Which we pretty much know that there's concentration camps in South yeah. in North Korea, right? Yeah. And then... Um, there was like all they, this footage of him in like conferences, like doing these huge apologies to the North Korean mm. people, and he looks sick. Like if you YouTube it, it's scary. Mm. He's like yeah. crying. He's lost all this weight, and then so and is, he, is he dead now? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he so somehow something happened to him over there. They 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 um, said that they would release him, and they gave him back literally on a stretcher in a coma. Oh my god. Yeah. And um, he, I, don't, I think he was ill. He contracted some super sick something, yeah. and then he ended up passing away. Yeah. And the most normal guy, he was just a student, loved traveling. Just a student. It's really mm. sad. I mean, don't screw around in freaking North Korea of en- anywhere. But mm. like, it, it was scary because he was a healthy guy, mm-hmm. and then you literally watch the progression of him being arrested, him apologizing and crying and basically belittling America so he gets released. And then it's just like slow footage of him looking worse and worse and then he gets released, but he's in a coma with all these... I think the medical reports were really bizarre. Like the doctors in America weren't sure what the hell had happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. Really creepy. It's it's definitely a mystery. I want to cover that one. Yeah. Have you seen that documentary? I think it's called The Red Wall or something. And it's these Swedish documentary makers who go to North Korea to make a documentary and they treat it as a big joke. But by the end, they're basically just frazzled messes because they had taken um, a gift for the leader and it was a joke gift oh god it was a big oversized pizza paddle oh my god <laughs> what <laughs> and, this, and they went in um and they by the time they went in with this haha joke gift mm. they'd already realized that this place was just Very serious. way more serious than, than they'd ever imagined 
and the guy was just sweating bullets when they, <gasps> he had to hand over this, this oh gift, God. this pizza paddle. <laughs> is this a documentary like, or is it a mockumentary? It's a documentary. I watched it years ago. I'll find out oh, the we'll name for you. Oh, it's called The Red yeah. Wall or Red Something. And I just – I. I'm fascinated by North Korea, but yeah. in watching this, by the end of it, I was getting more and more stressed out, more and more stressed out. Just like listening to your story mm. about yeah. this. We'll have to Mexican. look into that. That sounds interesting. There's a okay. I I hate TikTok, but I'm a I'm addicted to it. <laughs> but there's this she TikTok. hates TikTok, but she has her own TikTok and makes her own videos. No, I don't have any videos of myself. I don't. Not on TikTok. No, not on TikTok. <laughs> but um, there's this channel that. I found and it's someone in North Korea who has a phone and I think it's part he's part of like propaganda and he films these short like 16 second videos of North Korea and it is terrifying and it'll be like um, public transport and he'll kind of like do like a, a pan around the train he'll be the only one on the phone with a phone mm. and it's just like kids in school uniforms sitting bolt up straight and like, like no reading material it's like the or... 80s like all the buildings um in the city none of them have power and all the it looks like it's back you've stepped back in time like wow. I'll, I'll post a video on the instagram when this comes out but it's creepy like he'll he, he i don't know how the hell he's doing this but you'll drive he'll be in classrooms and filming the kids doing like all these synchronized little like dance moves and then he'll he films women a lot of women on the street that are all in like i don't even know what era their their outfits are but it's like 70s 70s Hmm. to 80s but real like everything's like brown tone um all the hair is completely not of this era um he must have a hidden camera. No, he's because you see the reflection of him in the um, train, and he's got his phone out. That and sounds every, really weird because you think it would be something. It would have to be hidden inside. No, no, everyone, everyone's he writing it is like no, because I think he's part of the government, and he's like posting stuff to make North Korea look really like peaceful and stuff and everyone's happy but it doesn't come across as peaceful it just comes no because people are like everyone looks like they're acting like everyone on the train is just sitting forward blank spaces blank faces everyone on the street is just kind of like not looking at each other it looks super set up and if you Mm. like for this simple tiktok app if you read the comments people are freaking out they're like this isn't right something's not right can it's, you post it on the Instagram? Oh, yeah. It's insane. That'd be it interesting. insane. Yeah. Hmm. Have a look hmm. at... Um, have you seen footage of the... I think it's called the Massey Games? No. Where oh it's just God. tens and tens of thousands of North Koreans do these dances and um, sing in Oh, yeah. This is on the TikTok. It's amazing. And they, they all, like, and swirl they get in out a, and swirl. Yeah, they yeah. do it at a big stadium every year. Yeah. And I can't. I just can't believe just That's the... So cool. <laughs> yeah, it's really controlled. and It's super, yeah, it's perfect. Amazing. Yeah. Like, wow. And they all, like, merge and then... And they do, like, um, like they representations of flowers. Yeah, and just wow. nuts. Amazing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's creepy a as hell. Weird country. Real, real weird. Shall yeah. we take a quick break? Yes. I am your host, J.D. Horror, and this is True Crime Horror Story, a true crime podcast designed like an anthology horror movie. 
It's definitely not for the faint of heart, and it's not played for laughs. Join us on January 30th, 2020, for the debut of Season 2. If you thought Season 1 was extreme, get ready, because you haven't heard anything yet. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Subscribe now wherever podcasts can be consumed, and check out our website at www.truecrimehorrorstory.com. True Crime Horror Story. Sometimes truth is more brutal fiction. Um, I found the North Korean TikTok, if anyone out, any TikTokers are out there that want to type it up. It's at L-O-V-E 21004. And it's creepy as... Okay. Yeah, and the little the little profile says everything in North Korea, and it's just weird shit. Like, there's a lot of videos of fa- factory workers, like they're all women in the factory, and this guy just happens to be in the factory for some reason, and then there's like one lady just dancing in the middle of the factory, and all the other workers are just like clapping in unison and it just seems like super like look like you're having fun at work do you think i could find these because um i don't have tiktok do you think i can find these videos uploaded onto youtube as well potentially i'm gonna have a look what was it called again l-o-v-e what l-o-v-e two one zero zero four okay cool Uh, i'll post the weirdest ones jess yeah you had something you found online so i said uh, yeah i said earlier it was called the red wall i was completely wrong it's called the red chapel okay chapel the red chapel okay um and this and, is the and it wasn't documentary. swedish as i said it's danish right <laughs> do you want me to read out the synopsis yes from wikipedia um it's um so basically it's a danish film 2009 directed by this guy mads Brugger. It chronicles a visit of Brugger and two Danish comedians who were oh adopted God. from Korea. Um, as in, I can't remember if they were adopted from South Korea or North Korea. Uh, Jacob Nossel and Simon Jewell to North Korea under the pretense of a small theatre troupe on a cultural exchange. So basically they go there pretending they're a little theatre company and they go there to do plays oh my god it's super strange um this is also the first time the two comedians have ever visited north korea the entire trip is a ruse the trio are actually trying to get a chance to portray the absurdity of the pantomime life they are forced to lead um in the dprk so they go there and they do a bunch of these little plays and the and it's a full house they get like huge audiences and it's super awkward because they, so they, they have to go perform in North Korea. Like, we should all not even imagine? a legit troop, and they're getting packed out houses. Yeah, you should go there. They love career. your tap dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and this is when the smoke comes in. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> it's really awkward because they just don't practice their little play, and it's an absurd little play anyway. Um, but the real reason they're there is to do a documentary about. The crazy that is North Korea. Um, The film turns deeply emotional as Jacob Nocell, he actually has, uh, I think, a type of cerebral palsy, Mm. um, which, um, and North Korea has been accused of deposing of the disabled. Um, So basically... Deposing? uh, I mean, basically, they're just not accepting and probably do heaps of horrible, horrible shit to them. Like if you're born with a disability, like they used to do... You know, 
what throw you in a lake or something and probably no, put, still do put them outside you, you've heard of stories forest. of like if people give birth to like down syndrome kids they'll just put them outside overnight as newborn mm, babies that's so sad so yeah. maybe that's something else you can look into another time but um it's pretty good it didn't get very good reviews but i liked it it I don't sounds know. amazing <laughs> sounds interesting i'm surprised they were allowed a film crew it was and they had, like ago, a, they had like a guide and she was taking them to all of the really mm. nice set up yeah, places yeah. and showing them all and they and she took them to you know that big statue of the sorry yeah I'm not used to the <laughs> of um Kim Jong Un or I can't His remember dad, which one I think it is yeah um and they kind of just stood there and they were trying to figure out what they were meant to do and th- they were just getting looks like expectant looks <gasps> oh and they just and they would they just went they're going this is going to be a bit of fun we're going to poke fun at these people but it very quickly got super awkward and super weird and oh stressful. wow socially awkward our favorite <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i love it next i think my fridge is haunted goes to north korea can you imagine <laughs> i'd rather not <laughs> oh. i'm washing my hair that time i can't make it thanks <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I can do some extra research in North Korea for you guys yes. if you ever want to do an oh episode my God. on that. One hundred fascinating. And look at it at a look at a map or a satellite image of it at night. Have you ever done that? No. Oh, because it's dark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's what I'm saying. All the buildings, all the elevate, all the escalators and elevators in the buildings don't work. None of the hmm. yeah. Like if you watch this TikTok uh, channel, all the these huge sky skyscrapers, but they're from the 80s. We're going to have black. to do yeah. a whole episode about like North onion. Korea. That, that country is just a big onion. It's terrifying. Yeah. Really scary. I have a dark web story I forgot to mention. Yes. Um, so I was getting my hair cut the other day at Little Rebel. Yeah, in yeah. It's mystery. They're awesome. Shout yeah, out. in Fitzroy. Yeah. And um, my barber was like, talk, we were talking about the dark web. And she's like, oh, I have the, I, I go on the dark web. And I'm like, what I go on it like on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, she's like, my housemate has tour and everything, and we go, we go on it. We get movies. Which level? Oh, just the level three, I think, just to get movies. Yeah. Okay. And, and she's like, we got this thriller the other day, and because she lives in a shared house, she she Was like Salo. No, girl. No, it gets better. Trust me. But because th- they're in like a share house, um, they rig their laptop to the tv and then they have a surround system and they were watching this thriller just it was like a recent movie that came out she couldn't remember but she's like majority of the way through the movie they were kind of like as you do when you're watching like a suspense film really like concentrating and invested and then just this heavy violent porn just popped oh up. my god like someone on the dark web is like releasing these movies and then just having insane porn what well and it uh, went throughout their speakers in their uh, house <laughs> and they're like turn it off turn it. and she's like it was just this chick fisting herself no. so violently oh my and god and they couldn't figure out <laughs> and then she's like yeah my my grandma has the dark web too my what? grandma's always going on it to get movies <laughs> it was the best <laughs> Nana needs a surround sound for that to um, really hit her ear, eardrums. Oh my god! I'm happy to be a late adopter. <laughs> I love it. I just, yeah, loved it. Loved it. <sighs> Your turn. Okay. Uh, 
you wanted me to tell you, am I telling that story of that the first time in that hotel? Yeah. The first time. Ooh, stinky. <laughs> that came out weird. Uh, Let's do that. So, it can, why don't we just no, do a little right. bit no. of backstory? Well, yeah, okay. All right. I'll start from the beginning. Um, so, the story I will tell, uh, this one probably dates back to, I was trying to think of it today, Jim, probably late 2015. I reckon it was about then. Yeah. Um, and around about that time, I was working in a job that was uh, a lot of travel. So, I was sort of interstate every week or so. Um, so, I'd just wake up and just not know what, what city I was in. Um, <laughs> and and also the work environment was just super stressful and horrendous. Um, we've all been there, mm. so I was a bit stressed out. And um, a few a couple of months after that, I had left my partner of eleven years, and I had no home. Mm. I had no car. <laughs> I'm so glad that I already know that this story has a happy ending, because otherwise I'd get a little bit. I know how good Jess is now. So driving what it was like an hour and 40 to work one way every morning and and i just had and um, my cat was like what did you do to our lives (laughs) cats can be bitches like that too right okay tiger i'll figure this out (laughs) anyway i was i was living this crazy time of my life and um i was going so i'd i'd usually um get on the plane do some work get to the hotel and then prep um, for whatever meeting I had to go to the next day. So I'd usually get to sleep around 11-ish. And I was asleep and it was, I think, a Brisbane hotel and I was just drifting off, but I was not asleep. You know, when you, like, yeah. you're just getting a bit lightheaded. And I um, I heard footsteps, very soft carpet on this hotel floor, and I heard the... Um, I wasn't even padding. There were quite heavy footsteps walking up to my side of the bed. I always sleep on Ooh. one side of the bed, even if it's a queen bed. I'm mm. always just on one side. Um, <clears throat> so it was super weird because I I was totally – I was sleepy but awake because I heard the footsteps and my eyes were closed and I was literally like, holy crap. There's someone in I don't want to open my eyes. Mm. Um and so the footsteps um, stopped at my side of the bed and then it's it's kind of like I could sense – it was the weirdest thing. It's like I could sense someone standing next to my bed and it was almost like I, I half expected to open my eyes and there'd be someone there. Mm. Um, and then they leant over me and I could just – feel them leaning right over me just staring down at me oh that's so creepy Um, and I was so freaked and I don't get like freaked out that easily Mm. I think but I was so freaked out that I was um frozen I was just frozen I couldn't move and then um the only way I could figure out to like how do I get my body working again so I literally just started screaming I just screamed (gasps) myself out of this frozen in fear situation I was in um, and then once I could start moving again, I turned the light on. Obviously, there was nothing there. And I didn't um, – I don't know if I – did I ring you yeah, then you, and there? Yeah, you phoned me. I must have been really scared. Yeah, you were. how often would I call you at – because you go to bed early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably woke you up. <laughs> Sometimes you go to bed at like nine. Yeah, but I don't go straight to sleep. I like kind of – I watch cat videos and stuff. 
<laughs> it's either cat videos or plague videos. Yeah, like, you know, it's yeah. like... <laughs> For me, it's just Gilmore Girls at 9 o'clock. <laughs> so I called up Jim and I was like, I don't know what happened, but this is the thing that just occurred. She was like, I'm in, I'm in Brisbane. I'm in a hotel room. Something really weird happened. I think there's someone in the room. And straight away, Jim was like, yeah, it's called The Witch is on Your Back. Oh, Gemma. Straight away, she had the answer. The entity. Well, you said something. And then you're like, sometimes people say it's when someone walks over your future grave. Oh, my God. Way to calm her down. (laughs) Do you want the answers or do you not? (laughs) So, so I. um, If it's propaganda you want, we've got a dude on TikTok (laughs) in North Korea. (laughs) So, I I spent that night after chatting to Jem for a while, which may or may not have helped. um, (laughs) I had the the lamp on and all night and I kind of was half awake half asleep I didn't sleep like pretty much at all and I was just just rat shit the next day um but the the presence I don't want to call it presence because I don't know if I was just really stressed out and tired and things happen with a when your brain's like that but it was a man Mm. I wouldn't say it was like a malicious presence but I didn't I certainly didn't feel comfort from it mm-hmm. it might have been because it was an out of context situation mm. and then um, essentially it that kind of thing started happening over and over again so what? over the next sort of six months I think I'd wake up and I never had the footsteps again and I never had um, I think that same presence uh, leaning over the bed, but I'd wake up and I'd be in a paralysis again. And but I'd, my eyes, my eyes would be open, and I'd be looking at, um, at like a shape in the corner of the room. So there's one I saw in New Orleans. <gasps> I've drawn it for you all. Oh my god! Oh my god! Look at that fabulous piece of artwork. <laughs> So, so this is, someone um, described no, it. No, I'm trying to think. Um, Esther, uh, the Bushka doll uh, with lots of squeezy marks behind it. Wow, you can put that on the website if you like. Oh, oh no, it's definitely going on the Instagram. Esther, don't forget to take a picture of this um, of the Bushka. very accurate depiction of the entity that my sister saw. But a bit more seriously, so there was this, I think the second major time it happened was a few months later, I was in New Orleans. Um, of all places, like, that you is know. Is this is the thing though, for my 40th birthday this year, I'm going to New Orleans. I'm so jealous. I, I, I turned 40 in Dollywood because, I mean, I'm not an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still waiting for an email reply from Dolly herself to say that she's going to join me. Oh, but then I go down to New Orleans and then I go to Mexico. And so, like, all my little hotspots are yeah, uh, being targeted. It's becoming like a, a, a ghost tour now. Wow. Um, and I felt bad because because I, I saw this thing in the corner of my room and I know it just looks like a blob here, but <laughs> to me it was something. And it wasn't just seeing something, it was feeling something. Mm. And I felt bad because I, I was screaming myself awake again oh and my, my poor host was in the next room. I was in an Airbnb. Um, and so this kind of happened again and again and within the next sort of month or two, I, I think, moved out of my mm. parents' house. Um, and then got my own place. Um, yeah, you started to sort of get a little bit more stability. I did. Yes, you? I started piecing my life back together, and um, but I wasn't sleeping mm. because of this. And um, even my kitty cat couldn't help, yeah. which is she usually helps with everything. Did um, she see anything? Do you know? Like, was she? No, she, but you know what? She sleeps. Just oh, she's such a sloth. She sleeps through everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
you should put a photo of the of Tiger on there as well, Jen. Yeah. Um, so I very I, very handsome cat. I remember having uh, I had a coffee one day with Jim, and I think I was just like so tired, and I was like I can't take it anymore. I can't sleep. Um, so she took me to a a, a place where um, she bought me a couple of smudge sticks. Yeah, yeah. And I smudged my house. Like a witchy <laughs> shop. Yeah. And um and it and sort of started improving. And I think I got you a bell as well and some candles. Or you something. got me some candles, I think. And that sort of started helped a little bit. But there's certainly been times now when I go away for work. Yeah, I, what's the bell do? <laughs> apparently, um, the sound of a bell cleanses a room. Tingling. Really? Because it's a it's recess a, is over, guys. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just like, uh, dingling, service, please. Can, can Food's I, ready. Food for number 55 is ready. Can I have a gin martini extra dirty? And it was like, I'm here to haunt you, dude. Uh, no. <laughs> Give yeah. me my drink. <laughs> if you're in my house, you have to be productive and do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're keeping That's the yeah. truth. Your face is babushka doll. Freeloader. Bring <laughs> my martini. Yeah, so, so since then, um, it's... So there were sort of two periods where it got really bad. It was 2015, 2016, and then more recently, 2018, 19. So last year it started getting bad again. And I always make sure when I go away for work now, this is how bad I am. Like I always take my sleeping pills um, just so I can get a good night's sleep. And sometimes I don't even. So there was, I think I was in... um, staying in Bansdale last year and I was again sort of starting to drift off and my medium friend tells me this is kind of when things happen because your mind's a bit open Mm -hmm. Um, and someone bloody pulled my arm across the bed (gasps) Belle has a similar story to that wow it was really annoying it was really annoying (laughs) (laughs) because look it had happened so often by this stage I I think I just said to them fuck off yeah which is what you should do yeah I was getting really you totally should because I needed my sleep that night yeah Um, and then I ended up talking to my as I said my media friend about this who had told me two months prior that she'd or always you know had this gift I said oh just out of interest this stuff has been happening to me the last few years um what do you reckon uh so she said she had a look into it and she did send me an email at the time do you want to read it yeah yeah um hi Jess one of your spirit guides came through a male you have open channels do not worry yourself about this your spirit guide brought up many times about burning candles um so she basically advised um burn candles particularly black candles which i didn't really understand i try not to read too much about these things but i i think you understand that jim the black candle thing a black candle would be cleansing wouldn't it i have no idea Sorry. (laughs) So she said, what you're experiencing and have been experiencing is not evil, but they are unsettled. I keep being shown the lighting of the candles. Um, Your channels will not grow with you talking about them because my concern was if I keep bringing this up and talking to people about these things, Mm -hmm. are they just going to... You know, yeah. Is that going to unbite them? Real. Um, they showed me you holding a large silver platter full of stuff represents a lot on your plate. They don't want you to fill it to the point where you can't carry it, um, which is interesting because I hadn't spoken to my friend about how much I had on mm. um, in life at all. 
Um, she has a horsey friend, so we just talk about horses, basically. <laughs> so, uh, my horse so- went nay today. Instead <laughs> of mine. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so you said that things were bad, you know, the breakup and all that stuff around the 15, 16 time. And then in 18, 2018, 19, when it started getting bad again, was your life, your personal life, a bit stressful again? Oh, it was just, it was work was just full Mm. on. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's like a guardian angel. Yeah. Someone that's sort of watching out for you when things are getting intense. And Mm. it's hard. Yeah. I, it's hard for me because I'm, I'm just don't know if I know the brain can be quite powerful. So it could Mm -hmm. be just brain playing tricks, but, um, Last year was the first time it started happening where I had these uh, sleep paralyses when I was sleeping in, like, my partner was next to me. Mm. And before that, it always been when I was sort of on my own and a bit more, like, feeling a bit more insecure. Um, And vulnerable. But there's been a few times, actually, it's happened where I felt someone standing next to me and I've been sort of screaming myself awake and he's been next to me and he kind of knows now when this happens that he has to just say, it's fine, there's no one here. Had um, you come out to him about this before it happened? <laughs> because I'm telling you, I might not stay with you if you just wake up screaming <laughs> one night. I, no, I don't think I had. You I think, it, I think I'd been probably together about blabbed it. Yeah, oh, I think one day, you, I think we'd been maybe going out for a few months and Jem said something like, so um, have you screamed yourself awake these days? He, she said something like, "Oh, did you did you did you tell him about that weird thing that keeps happening to you? Oh <laughs> like like your, your your dark spirit that follows you? <laughs> Does he know there's actually three in this relationship? Yeah, the, yeah. the dark passenger. Yeah, I've got a dark passenger. But definitely, but the the absolute the worst time was that that time in Brisbane. Oh my yeah. god, that was Crazy. so scary. But you, you, I think you have become more of a Freddy cat. Since all a of this, cat? yeah, I have because I, have, I was never a Freddy cat. cat before. She was in a hotel room that just this week somewhere in New South <laughs> Wales, and I was, and we were on the phone in the evening, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just doing some tarot. Do you want me to pull a card of the day for you?" And she's like, oh, I, oh, "No, I won't be able to sleep. It's too scary." No, you said, I said okay, but then you said, "Do you want me to send you a photo of the card?" I said, "No, I don't want a photo of the card." Well, I pulled a very, I, I pulled a card that was like very uh, relevant to her day at the time. And then I was like, oh, I'll send you a photo of the card. And she was like, nah, I won't be able to sleep. What was the and card? Then, and then she sent me cat videos. So I sent her a cat video instead. Uh, it, it was judgment. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what that means anyway. So <laughs> it doesn't, it was just. Um, it doesn't scream to me, go to sleep, you're fine. I like I, <laughs> I like all judging you. <laughs> I enjoy doing tarot before bed. It's not for everyone, I guess. <laughs> Tarot's and cat videos. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I should probably look into it further one day, but for now I just um, tell them to go away. Good. That's the best thing to do. You can just say, look, look, guys, I've got a busy day tomorrow. Mm. You know, I don't, don't have time for shenanigans. <laughs> Not today. Satan. Exactly. But you hear of stories of people being haunted and them literally being like, fuck off, and they, they, they leave. Mm-hmm. Like you just have to yell at it, yeah. tell it to go away. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, a little bit of politeness isn't 
going to cost Fuck you anything. Off, please. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you remember our aunt and the egg thing? Oh, yes. Aunt and the egg. That's that? the name of the episode. Oh, we had an aunt who <laughs> was... like an old fairy tale. Very. She was very um, into the paranormal. Spiritual. Yes. And uh, so much weird stuff happened at her house in the 70s. And one morning she went down to the kitchen and she had a bowl full of eggs. <laughs> on, That's weird. And she came down... Well, in the 70s, they would. They would just have eggs in a bowl. Like, okay. Do they not have for eggs in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was a cold climb as well. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, she came down the stairs and on the kitchen table, the eggs were lined up in a row on the edge of the kitchen table <gasps> and they were standing up on the edge. But they were literally on the edge. I love right, that. They would have, they should have fallen. I love that. Well, they shouldn't and have been there at all. But No, and actually, because I used to live always in these really old old houses that they'd mm. convert to B&Bs and such. Mm. And remember she saw one time that um, torso floating down the alleyway and he had a ruff? No, I don't. Oh, like a 15th century, like a ruff, like a collar, a big collar, oh. Shakespearean like a, like ruff. Like a big lacy oh, like a collar. She, yeah. And she said she um, saw but like a torso. But didn't he not have a neck if he's just a torso? Well, a torso with a head, but not no legs. And right. he was floating down the alley behind the house. Interesting. In, um, like he was just going on his merry way. And... <laughs> He had a big rough. Hello. He had a big rough. It sounds good. Tomorrow. I have a question that I want to ask the experts about this because I was talking to people at work this week about coming on here. And someone asked me the question and I was like, yeah, that's a good question. So while I've got, while I'm here. Yeah. So whenever people see ghosts, yeah, it's, it tends to be someone in period costume yeah, of some descript, whether it's the 70s, like 1970s, or whether it's like the 1700s. It's always like, you know, this creepy girl that looked like something from the Little yeah. House on the Prairie mm-hmm. or from, you know, or something. Like, Annabelle. And it's never just someone in, you know, Levi's. Well, it's uh, in interesting that shirt. you say it's that true. because two episodes ago. Yeah, we well, uh, the Chino's the, ghost, The, the right? Chino's ghost. Yeah. Ghosted in Chino's in a t-shirt. So yeah. there has been a few uh, modern So it, occasionally it does, it does happen. So that happened to a lady named uh, Vanessa Mitchell and she owned a house in the UK called The Cage and it was an old prison from the 17th century and um, she one of the ghosts that she saw was just a guy in modern day clothing hanging chinos yeah chinos. just so maybe people cash. see them but they don't realise they're spirits that's what yeah Ooh, good theory mm. so now when you see someone you're suspicious <laughs> just go and like well not but them. you not can't touch them right now we're not <laughs> we're, we're socially isolating right now, so yeah, you have are. to do the foot, foot tap tap. You just kick, kick a stranger, see if they're real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for coming in, everyone. Yeah, that you was guys are legends. absolutely fantastic. Thanks for everyone for telling us your yeah. awesome stories. Really cool. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Esther really appreciates it. Chris really appreciates it. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys are legends. We've got presents for you out in the lobby. Yep, we um, do. So until then, next week, next you guys, week. be creepy, but don't be a creep. Meow. <laughs> 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 Thank you.
so Greg, tell mm. tell us about the audiobooks that you that you read and and the prize that you won. Uh, what prize? The public, <laughs> the public speaking the public prize. Speak- oh, okay, cool. So, uh, last, so uh, there's a couple of different things. So, as I uh, am approaching forty, it started last year, and I'm like, I'm never going to have kids. I'm a, I'm a homo, and I don't, and I don't really want to. <laughs> I, I don't really want to go through surrogacy or, or um, well, adoption kids or kids in general. <laughs> So, um, so I, I started thinking a lot about my legacy and what I want to do, and I and I did a big list of goals for that year, and one was to read more, and one was to volunteer more, and then uh, lo and behold, a friend of mine at work said, oh, "I'm going for an audition at Vision Australia to to read audiobooks for for the Vision in Pet," and so I went, "Okay, I'll come along," and I won the audition, and he didn't, so uh, sucked in mole. Oh my god! Yeah. And so I'm uh, I've just finished my third book with them last um, last week, so um, pretty cool to be able to you know kill two birds yeah. with one stone from That's that goal awesome. list and it's something i really enjoy because that acting sort of bug yeah. out yeah um and you know that's fun you can now be uh, called a voice actor i am an, a voice actor and already <laughs> i'm more successful than what i was in being an actor actor <laughs> <laughs> four years of university well used um, and uh and then yeah i i um I also joined Toastmasters um, Public Speaking. It's a, it's a global cult, uh, a lot of people <laughs> might call it. Um, so there's clubs all over the world uh, focusing on, on you know, different types of speech. So I entered a, um, a humorous uh, speaking contest. Uh, it was my first ever speech with the club. So normally you go every, every week or fortnight or month or however often each club meets. Um, and you test it out a few times and then you refine it and then you go again. I um right off the bat I just went okay my first ever speech I've never given one in this club I'll give it a go at a contest level and so I won the humorous speech uh, and ironically it is to do with my mother who uh, I referenced about Australia's funniest home videos that story <gasps> pops up in that speech and then I made it through to the next level and I won that as well and then I just had my, my last uh, level a few weeks ago uh, and I won that so now I'm representing I'm one of the Victorian representatives what? And, so I, and I compete cool. in Adelaide in May. That's what? really cool. May I told you it was famous. Well, so I could be. What did you win? Do you win like a trophy of a mouth or something? I win the honour. Oh, okay. That's, and that's good it. enough. And you can't put a prize on that. No, you can't. I mean, they could give you like a... A crown. Oh, I do get. Hat. I get. I get trophies. Oh yeah. So now I have. I, I have a um at work because my partner won't let me have them at home. Uh, <laughs> I, I I have this cabinet of trophies at work, and we call it. It's right behind my desk, and we call it the Shrine of Regregrance. Um, being Greg. Um, and so that's yeah. So I. I've, oh, they're nice. They're, they're sophisticated. They're, yeah, well, the, the last round were they. They went up to glass. They're classy. They get. They get. Much more classy with every uh, level. So the first ones I got were like pretty cheap and nasty. No offense to the people that bought that, but they're listening. Or <laughs> <laughs> the people that make that. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Cool. Cheers, Greg. Mm, that's a Thanks. Good, good one. 